Hello and welcome to The Joy of Writing. I'm your host, Mark Carew. In this series, I will be talking to authors about the fun, the satisfaction, the joy they get from writing novels. My last guest in this series is Amanthe Harris, author of Beautiful Place, published in September 2019 by Salt. The story is set in Sri Lanka and follows the lives of those who connect with the Villa Hibiscus, a guest house on the southern coast. So, Amanthe, I, I greatly enjoyed reading Beautiful Place. Uh, I think from page one, um, you succeeded in taking me into this world that you'd created, and I was, I was very excited to read about such a, a lovely place and its very interesting characters. Um, for you, what was, what was the main intention in writing your book? Um, well, the villa was the thing that first sort of prompted me to start writing this this place. Um, it's kind of a composite of different places I've I'd been to on holiday one time and travelling yeah. uh, along the coast. So and also it was also a, a reflection of the the household I grew up in. Although I didn't grow up um, by the sea, well, I did actually grew up in Colombo, very close to the sea. I, I didn't grow up on the south coast or anything, but um, I, I did grow up in a very um, free, um, sort of in, uh, creative household with my grandparents, um, and uh, who lived next door, and I was always in their house, and mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to capture that somehow, and so yeah. it was a way of recreating that childhood home. Yes. Um, okay. So that was a big part of, of writing the novel and, and creating this villa and, and the whole the garden and the, and the sea at the, um, the beyond the gate. And I really wanted to capture this complete place. And it really is a beautiful place. I mean, it's regarded as an island paradise and fought over and um, people, I mean, it's, you know, such an important tourist destination for example. And throughout your book, you um, try and give a very um, insightful um, sort of examination of the country. And was that an intention, or did that, that just sort of come along as you were writing? Well, I was keen to um, sort of steer between the two parts of um, the, the whole thing where it's kind of an exotic place, um, you know, it, which which is true as well. So I wanted to kind of keep that side of not not to lose that completely, um, to to describe its beauty and especially as somebody who grew up there and left, um, I look back with and see remember that beauty very vividly. So I didn't want to lose that. I very much wanted to hold on to that, but I also wanted to show it as a real place with real people. I mean, it always surprises me when people come back from holiday and they they say, oh, everybody was friendly, everybody was nice, you know, and you you know, not realising that these are real people and would have other thoughts going on other than this kind of amazing kind of welcome, which is which is also true. People are very welcoming of of um, tourists and um, travellers, but there's also real life stuff going on, and so I wanted to capture a world that had all of this and and so that was why I used the device of the guidebook as well yeah. because there is a sort of a history um, that affects what happens now so I, I needed to somehow have that there um, but also somebody like Jared who writes the guidebook himself would have been trying to work this out he was an expat who very much wanted to, to belong, to fit in, to see himself as, as, as part of this sort of 
world and his way was to write about it and to talk about the injustices and so it was a way into his character but it was also a way of expanding the scope of the book yeah. to have one fiction element as well in fact Jared's book uh, turned out to be um, quite important in, a, in the sense of the plot um, yeah. which was and, and it was used to bring everything to a head and to a to a resolution um, yeah. I mean you, you certainly did succeed in creating a very sort of comprehensive simulation of the place it was very visual um, and I could smell Somar's cooking oh uh, yeah, yeah, which, yeah which is very <laughs> tempting I mean that's that's a lovely um, way of bringing somebody in to um, um, you know a, a fictional place it was very filmic I mean I can still think of scenes um, mostly with your your awful characters um, Sonny and Leela and the sort of trepidation that they uh, that they gave to the reader um, me mentioning those those two what were they like to write well they were by far the easiest because they were so extraordinarily bad and um, but at the same time, you know, that I think um, through Padma, um, there was a sense of compassion for them. And she, mm. because she felt sorry for having um, moved on into a, a more comfortable life. And she wanted somehow to bring them into that world. But they were just so incapable of seeing that and, and, and certainly of kind of doing it gracefully. And uh, so there was the whole... Um, complex situation of them having given her up and at the same time yeah. wanting to pull her back in and, um, I wanted to very much explore that as a, it was sort of an exaggeration I suppose of the kind of um, power struggles that happen within families I, it was a way of exploring that but these were such extreme characters it was a really good way to analyse it um, and also fun to write the dialogue I mean, Sunny is so creepy and yeah. and, and pops up all over and he's such a small man and I like the idea of this small sort of insignificant looking character making everybody so frightened around him oh yeah um, no I was, I was very wary whenever he turned up I thought what's he going to do next because every, every every next step he made was worse than the last yeah uh, and then then yeah I mean you're right though but at the age of nine Padma's given up by her parents yeah. and um, taken in by Gerhardt the um the wealthy architect who's, yeah. who owns the villa and I was interested in his um, motivation for that because um, it's quite an extraordinary thing to do um, yeah. and, I, and I just came to the conclusion it was just basically um, you know a, an extremely compassionate act the way you dramatize it with the poor little girl hidden in the garden yes yeah nowhere to go dumped there by Sonny um, he just sort of, um, yeah, he just acted out of out of um, love and compassion for her. Yeah, and also it was uncharacteristic for him to do something so... So um, rash. Yes, exactly. And even with, with everything else in his life, he had been so cautious and careful. And mm. um, this was the one thing that he just did on purely sort of from, from a heart perspective rather than a head. And yeah. It, it basically opened his life up to so much more than he was expecting. So I was, I was suppose I was using that scenario to explore parenting and parenthood and that sort of leap of faith you make when you decide to start a family and and you you don't know what you're going to be like. You're, you don't know whether you're going to manage this 
thing you've started but and um and also you don't really know how it's going to affect you and he himself is amazed at how well um he has benefited from looking after her and how much he has learned so um i think that was what i wanted to show with him that um somebody who plans this sort of perfect life get interrupts it and disrupts it himself and then benefits from it hugely yes. I mean, you asked him a great question, really, just by by the scene where Sonny turns up with Padma, and it, it was, you know, it, it really brought um, things into perspective for Gerhard. Well, what do you do? You know, sometimes you just have a binary decision to make, don't you? Yeah, but even then, he he was sort of the next morning he was half thinking that he should maybe call the orphanage, but he knew he wasn't going to, and mm. uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, and it, it was a kind of very brave thing he did, and and also that that's the sort of people I was cu I was curious to explore these people who who act on instincts and and do do un, unexpected things and and just take risks in life. I, I, yes. I loved amongst them when I was writing yeah. um, this kind of unconventional world. So these these are the catalysts. You meet a person like that who does something fairly extraordinary, and and the whole world changes. Yeah, and, 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 and uh, unlike um, Sonny and Leela, again, I mean, they were very, very interesting. They really represented a very closed mentality. Yeah, of yeah. they were going to fight for what they saw as theirs, and they were not open to any other possibilities. And they used every trick in the book, from coercion yeah. to threats of violence to real violence, um, to get their way. And and the end scene with them, them standing on the villa, on the veranda <laughs> villa, was just like, wow, they've done it. They've they've won their little battle. Yeah. So but yeah, compare that to the the warm-hearted, generous Gerhardt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean exactly. Who who actually has what? I mean. Well. They, yeah. They, they've lost their house, but they've gained this other life, and they've still got each other. And I kind of wanted to show how things can can evolve. You know, even from something mm. that seems like a huge loss, um, you can still c carry on. You can still find meaning in the world and purpose. Yes, yes, absolutely. And for Padma herself, she was irrepressible. Um, and that was nice. I mean, you, you, she was a great heroine. Um, fun to write? Easy to write? Yeah, um, fun to write. Definitely fun to kind of see her grow, um, to mm. kind of uh, see her challenge herself and um, and to meet these kind of difficulties that she kept being presented with and how she moved on. I quite liked her sense of humour as well, yes. you know, when she, when she kind of um, met something really difficult. And But um, also to see her being afraid and then somehow overcome that was, was really satisfying. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, again, I was worried for her at many stages, uh, like the initial meeting with Nishan. I thought, what are you doing going to the beach wherever she went? with him yeah like yeah and yeah why are you letting him kiss you you know that there's that i think and she seemed yeah. a little bit naive or passive in some some moments but also she enjoyed it you know right. that was that was, that was <laughs> well. mustn't, mustn't forget that or all, all the ways <laughs> you know uh, um all the ways she approached you know an alley an alleyway oh i'll just walk down this dark alleyway um yeah yeah <laughs> But there we go. She's the heroine, so uh, that's that's what she needs to do. Um, 
does also have that Gerhardt's um, sort of belief that in the end nothing bad will happen. I think yes. I, I think they have that. You know, I admire people like that who who basically think the world is is going to you know the universe will look after them. You know, and right. That yeah. that that sort of hope and um, positivity was is what's so appealing about that they're not they're not um, subdued by the usual kind of fears and anxieties. They, somehow they, they, they face the world each time. And I wanted very much to show that about her. Oh, yeah, that, that definitely came off all the way right till the end. And all the, you know, the, uh, the nastiness at the end. Uh, she was still hoping to see the best in people. Yeah. Uh, although that wasn't forthcoming in many cases. Yeah, so, so your main character is great, very enjoyable. Uh, we're really rooting for them, and uh, and then of course it's a guest house, and that gives you the chance to have many other yeah. characters on and walk off. You had the touristy type who's just out for a good time, for example, like Louis. Um, you had um, some interesting characters going on who who, who maybe were travelling to find themselves, um, which is you know one of the sort of uh, reasons people travel yeah. and certainly to beautiful places like Sri Lanka uh, what what did you think of your your characters coming in you know in this sort of mode well I, I cared quite a, a lot about each of those the, the, the two other women Ria and Anjali because they yes. were parts of st um, stories I'd written previously short uh -huh. stories so these were those characters in those stories so um, I sort of felt very strongly about bringing them in and seeing how they reacted to the villa. And um, in Anjali's case, she was, you know, she had all this kind of upbringing where she would have looked down on this slightly uh, dishevelled kind of approach to running a guest house. And at the same time, she allowed herself to be moved by it and, and to yeah. be held in that environment. And... Uh, and which of course opens her up to more possibilities and to sort of mm -hmm. learn about herself. Um, I really loved writing Rhea. Um, she's a character that, um, as the heroine of the novel, probably wouldn't have worked mm -hmm. because um, her trajectory was not as um, uh, long, I suppose, as, as Padma. And that was one of the problems. I kept trying to find the story that would work for a, for a longer piece of work because previously I'd only written short stories and um, the one novel I tried to write before failed I think um, right. I mean it wasn't it wasn't published but it, it was one of those things I could I struggled with the making the plot last over the course of a novel length right. yeah um, I probably did it in this one this is a huge novel but it, it, it just needed um, a bigger arc and a stronger arc and but these other smaller stories were quite important too because they they also influenced Padma so meeting Rhea meeting these guests yes. helped Padma's shift as well and your, your, your guests are certainly wooed by the country and the locale and also the, the, the guest house and it was kind of just, just what they wanted in in certain places yeah, um, yeah. you know they, so that you know the, the place actually had an effect on them as as well, you mentioned the the length of the novel, so it's a double novel, really, <laughs> the length of two novels, um, uh, and that's interesting because previously you wrote short stories and then you went to writing a double novel. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't intentional. I, I, oh, interesting. Okay. 
growing, you know, and I and I was anxious about it. But then I realized that the story had to work. So ultimately, the story was the most important thing. So um, I couldn't. I had it had to kind of follow the the Padma story was was dictating the whole thing. And so because there were these big um, subplots, I think that's why it grew so so big. Yeah. Um, because they some of the other stories sort of that had to unfold within this narrative as well. Yeah, you just and, had to keep going, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean it's one of those things I kind of you you can't predict. I I'm not sure how if you can predict how this how a novel finally um uh will take will end up because I'm hoping the next one's a, a small one, but I don't know. Maybe different plots will come in and the thing will expand or I think- um I think you're right. I don't think you can predict it because, I mean, if you're writing something that's based on what characters do uh, and think and want, then you you have to write realistic characters and they'll tell you how long this thing's going to go on for. Um, But if you write very formulaic genre fiction, then, I mean, there's plenty of screenplay uh, storyboards for that type of thing. Uh, Well, that's fine. That's each to their own. But uh, for character-driven stuff, yeah, the characters... Are in charge of, I would think. Um, I mean, really, you, you've come up with a very um, effective simulation of the place, told in parts in essay form to give, um, you know, a very in-depth look at a country you, you obviously love. Um, did, did the book, in the end? I know we just said um, you didn't know how it was going to end. Did it roughly sort of come out as you you wanted it? Um. I think so. I mean, I didn't have a vision exactly for it. I, I, I didn't really know what I was setting out to do apart from creating this world. Yeah. And I also wanted to show how, um, however wonderful this is, this, this beautiful place is something that you possibly have to leave behind. Yeah. But, I mean, it was sort of, the, I was looking at my own childhood, I suppose, and having to leave a, a specific house and a specific garden and a specific part of Colombo behind mm-hmm. I mean that, that area now is, is is completely different so there's no way even if I wanted to I could physically go back to it and that oh. house doesn't exist anymore it's a there's a huge block of flats where our house and the garden uh, were so um, I, I sort of wanted to show how you, you it just, not just for that reason but that you have to leave these things behind and move on so Padma has to physically mm-hmm. leave and uh, and and so does Gerhardt to some extent, and and he'd already slightly started by setting up his other house, saying, "Oh yes, well this is the guest house, so I better build a house inland." But he had already started to make his move away from this villa, but it had sustained them, it had nurtured them, and it had been this wonderful time in their lives when they had parties there, and Pablo was growing up, and it was what and people, their friends were coming to stay, and so. I think somewhere like that is even hard, always hard to give up, and when even when it's sort of stopped being what it once was and so I wanted very much to write a book exploring that so it was a way finding the way to do it was the things of the characters the stories or there was a sort of an idea or a sentiment that I wanted to explore and um, the whole everything else was a sort of a way of doing it. it took me ages to work out the different ways to get there so in a sense yes I have explored what what it means to leave somewhere to yeah um, Still, in, you know, Rhea sort of finds a way of somehow coming back to it. She's yeah. the only girl 
he sort of understands how she herself might return to this notion of the beautiful place that we all kind of have inside us. But um, it was very much that that I was trying to explore. So I think, I think yes, to some extent, I've got that out of my system by writing this book. Yeah, um, I mean. Then, I could definitely see that. I mean, now, what a shame it doesn't, it's not like that anymore, but you caught it, that moment in time. Yeah. You got yeah. it down on paper. Um, yeah. I think that's that's a tremendous achievement. That's that's fantastic for yourself and for others. I mean, I really enjoyed the book. Um, to, it, it took me in and uh, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely loved it. It was um, absolutely fantastic to find out um, your thoughts about your own work. Thank you very much indeed. Next episode, I'll be talking with Amanthi again about promotion for Beautiful Place, including a book tour in India, and also her thoughts on writing book two.